my sisters, you know we are coffee stands here at OKSIS, and of course, a major proponent of propelling women forward. So what if we told you that your morning coffee could support girls going to school? With Goran Goza Coffee's Girls Run the World blend, you can do just that. Girls Run the World Blend, I'm so down. Each bag equals a day of education for a young woman in Mozambique. And as you ladies know, my husband has been getting super into coffee over here at my house during quarantine. So he made a nice, rich, incredible pour over with the Girls Run the Coffee World Blend. And we can say quality is A++. So obviously we got you sisters a deal so you can start your morning right with quality coffee while also making an impact in women's education. Use code OKSIS, that's O-K-A-Y-S-I-S, for 20% off your first order at gorongozacoffee.com. That's G-O-R-O-N-G-O-S-A coffee.com for premium coffee with real impact. And as always, that link is in the show notes. Happy coffee drinking, sisters, and let's just all agree that girls run the world. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? sisters? Welcome back. Hi, sisters. OK Sis. Oh, what was oh, that? Sis? I don't know what that was. What are you talking about? Do you not follow Cardi B? Yeah, I do. That's her... Her thing? Her thing. Oh. Well, oh, I miss dear that. God. Okay. And like, I miss everything in this world. <laughs> Truly. I'm so not on the pulse. You're so not on the pulse. But don't worry, I'm here to balance us out. Yeah, exactly. For those that are new, I am Scout. I am Maddie. And we are the sisters behind OKSIS podcast. That we are. That we are. I'm three years older. <laughs> and I will make it known every episode. Every every guest, we we quiz them to see. We're who. like, who do you think is older? They usually say you, though. I know, which is surprising because our whole life, everyone always thinks you're older than me. It's because I'm taller, but that doesn't... How tall are you? 5'3"? No, you're way taller than that. No, I'm not. Because I'm only 5'2", and you're much taller than me. I'm 5'3". You're 5'4". I think I'm 5'3". Okay. I don't think so. I Maybe I'm like shorter. To, I just like to say that. Yeah, you're five four, dude. No. Get out of here. <laughs> um. Anyways, do you want to know what song stuck in my fucking head? Me he he. No, definitely not that song. G wagon, G wagon, G wagon, G wagon, G wagon. <laughs> All I do is sit in my room and I'm like, G wagon, G wagon, G wagon. Wait, what song is that? Wow, by Post Malone. <laughs> oh God, I'm saying wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, sing the rest of it. God, I'm saying wow. I don't know the rest of the words. Uh, I just know G-Wagon, 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 G-Wagon. Oh, my God. That is really funny. Seriously, it's like always in my head. It's you know what's always in my head? What? One last time. No, okay. I, I need to breathe. No, the one no. who turns you home. I hate that song, dude. It is the best song that has ever been placed on this earth. You are, this is the worst song. It, it is, is not a good song. Okay, you know why you need, you're going to think it's the best song? Have you watched Shrill? On Hulu? No, you didn't because it was one of my current conversations that you did not watch it. It's with A.D. Bryant. She's the main character and she goes to this pool party and it's like a fat girl's pool party. Like everyone's, you know, plus sized and she's kind of, you know, everyone's in bathing suits and just like confident living their life and she's a little still insecure and reserved and... That song comes on, and all the girls are like, come dance with us, come dance with us. She's like, oh, no, I'm too shy. And then she finally goes in, and when the drop comes, like, one last time. And then she goes insane. And it's probably the best 
song placement in any TV show, and it made me an okay. Ariana so this fan. is like um, weird, but I am not into watching TV lately. I don't know why. Know, you said this on the previous. I know. I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to sit on my couch and watch TV. I just, it's just not appealing to me right now. You know, I would say like, good for you. Go do, you know, more um, productive things. But TV to me is productivity. I feel in the know. I feel on the pulse. I feel in the world. And like, I'm a recipient. No, like I'm a participant and that I can participate with the rest of the world i didn't because rea- i, know what's I going didn't on TV. realize until we started podcasting that i was so blind to the world <laughs> truly like like you are you are truly like living under a rock like i don't like, know where you like, i'm what, on instagram what do you consume i don't think you consume no i don't i don't consume actually now that we're thinking about it i, I consume like I've got like three bloggers and I just follow them. That's the thing. It's like if you if you're an influencer follower type of person, um, yeah, you're not gonna really know. I follow they don't, bloggers. It was I mean, like if you follow influencers yeah. and so they don't post about pop culture no. unless they have like an identity and an opinion, which they probably don't. Okay, well that is I'm a joking. huge blanket statement against influencers <laughs> that is highly incorrect. I just like to follow people who comment on things that are going on in the world and have knowledgeable opinions about them. Yeah, I don't know Knowledge what inducing. my deal is. Yeah. Also, it is 68 degrees in this room. I am freezing. Remember how I said that my life, if I could live my life at a steady 68 Fahrenheit, I would be just like in heaven. So if I could just walk around at 68 degrees. Also, your dress is so cute. I'm going to go buy it. Yeah, everyone go get a little baby doll dress from Zara. I'm going to go buy it. You know why? I used to have this dress, a similar one, from American Apparel, mm-hmm. RAP. Just kidding. They're kind of, they're revitalizing. They're, they're, they are rebranding, as they say. Um, I used to have one, and I wore it 24-7, but I put it in the wash, and it shrunk, and you could see Ooh, my whole vagina when I walked around. Worst. Yeah. And I like my dresses real short. Like, real short, but this was, like, vagina. Yeah, it vagina was, like, short. Yeah, it was, you know, it was kind of I hear you. Yeah. Okay, so sh- I had to throw that shit out, but. Well, you replaced it with you one. I'm going to go buy it. Got it. Um, okay, let's do a round of current fixations. Let's do it. I'll start. Um, so I cannot believe I've never said this one as a current fixation. I'm watching. You're probably going to be like, you said it, and I totally forgot about it. Um, Saffron and Sage. You actually, well, you've just said, I've like talked about it, them, but you've it. never had it as a current. Okay, Saffron and Sage is started by this goddess, Kristen Smith. We love goddesses. Yes, we do. Thank you for saying that. Um, it is a wellness center in San Diego. It's in Mission Hills, I we think. We love wellness. Okay, you know what? Just go <laughs> fuck yourself. Um, Saffron and Sage has a variety of services. They have acupuncture. They have cupping. They have nutritional therapy, they have Reiki, they have breath work, they have yoga, and they have like all these cool events going on. And I'm a member, I get two treatments a month, and it is my go-to place of wellness healing, alternative healing. It, I'm so supported there. Kristen makes me feel so supported every time I walk in the room. So if you are in San Diego, go to Saffron on Sage, tell them Scout sent you, and you're going to get the royal treatment. Mm, I love a good royal treatment. Oh my god, Saffron Sage! I, you have to go there. I know. I can't believe the it's thing about so me. It's so beautiful there, Mads. It's like all gray mm-hmm. and white, and like the music yeah. playing and the smells. Like it is so beautiful. Yeah, that's us. That's us. Gray, smelly music mm-hmm. vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, when I go to San Diego these days, I'm not a I'm not a participant in the in the culture. I don't no. I don't like because when I go, I just go to Dad's, and it's only for two days, and he gets really mad when I don't see him or like don't spend every moment with him, and he doesn't like to leave the house. So I literally I I don't I'm not. I'm not observing the, this new resurgence of San Diego. Dude, this like San trendy Di- resurgence. San Diego is going off. I understand, but I am not. I am not in it. See, I, am, I, I don't. Am, I haven't like, observed it. I'm like so in it. I know. It's sad. I can't go to San Diego and not sit with Dad all day. Okay. Well, I'll just change that up, and you'll come with me to Saffron and Sage. Great. I also wanted to go to that cute whiskey bar you told me about. Oh yeah, it's so cute. I know. And then you also have. I have to take you to Urban Urban Eatery. The avocado toast is the best avocado toast you will ever have in your entire... I can't no. eat avocado toast any other place because this avocado toast is so bomb. So there's an avocado toast in um, Silver Lake. Fuck, I'm forgetting the name of the place. Oh, it's okay. going to bother me. I guarantee no, no. you that no, Urban no, no, Eatery no. is better. No, no, no. Because they are so generous with the avocado. Same they with this one. pile it. I think, I think the smashed avocado is about like a foot high. And it is... Just I'm like this is what avocado. Is. I don't want a little shamir. I don't want to look a little like, like little thin layer of avocado. No, I, I want, want it piled. Yeah, no, I hear you. I want to get my money's worth. I want about five avocados on that toast, and I want it. I want it high. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do. You're gonna come to San Diego. I'm gonna take you to Urban Eatery, and then we'll stop by Saffron and Sage. I don't know when this is gonna happen. Also, um, when is this coming out? Hold on, because I want to invite everybody. Um, I think it's going to be after. Okay, no, no, no. This oh. is going to be on the 13th. Great. Okay, so if you live in San Diego, I am speaking on a panel at Saffron and Sage on the 16th, which is a Thursday. It starts at 6 p.m. Um, if you're in San Diego and you want to come hear me speak, shoot me a DM. I'll let you know how to register and come listen to me. Yay! I know. Isn't that exciting? I'm so excited. I know. You're a speaker. Oh, let's do the word of the week. Okay. Okay, so I'm totally going to butcher this, to be honest, because this is like the longest word ever. Hold on. Let me just listen to it again. Okay. Sesquipedalian. 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 It is an adjective, and it means given to using long words, which is so you. I know. Sesquipedalian. So I am... Sesquipedalian? Yeah. No. Yeah, you're a sesquipedalian. No, that's a noun. No, because you could say you're pretty, and pretty is an adjective. So you are. I'm not a. Ses- no, not, yeah. you're just sesquipedalian. Right. My my language is sesquipedalian. Yeah, exactly. Damn, I like that. Isn't that such a good word? Sesquipedalian. Sesquipedalian. I could say I that just all like day saying long. It. I know it's super fun. Um, the professor used sesquipedalian like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works. Wow. I know it's a good one. That is a great one. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for gracing us with the sesquipedalian of it all. You are very welcome. Okay, let's get into this fix me up. No, no, no. We haven't done conversations. Oh, you have to do yours. I did mine. (laughs) Whoops. Sorry. I jumped Um, ahead. Okay, my current fixation. Talk about influencer influencing people. I am obsessed with presets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, this is probably the most basic thing that has ever happened to me. But it is. I don't really ever post anything with a preset. I just like putting them on the photos. 
and I and and then you don't post it. <laughs> yeah, because it's so fun. So Lightroom, it's the app everyone uses, and you buy presets from bloggers and influencers, and you can even get them on Etsy for like two bucks. Every influencer has one that's like fifty bucks. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna pay for this. But my friend actually just sent me this one bloggers presets and it's just so fun to go through all your photos and and put the presets and like change all the like lighting and this and it's it just it gives me more I never post something with a preset but it gives me hope that I can make a terrible photo better so what I mean but like why don't you post it if it's so good because I don't want my feed to look super uh so you just purchased these presets to just have fun with them my friend sent them to me i didn't buy them i will not purchase can you send them to me yes thank you um because i'm actually i did post so for instance like the my one of my latest instagrams with uh me sitting on the bed which we're gonna recreate and do for me yes um that one it doesn't look like i used a preset but i just made the like exposure bit uh lighter because it was pretty dark you and i've been trying to get a photo like that for like three years three years so it's gonna happen for me my dreams are coming true i know i felt i literally my mom was like um she was doing the whole photo shoot she's like i paid 300 dollars just for this photo i was like yeah yeah basically like literally this is the perfect background for that type of photo yeah for sure we're gonna with my sunglasses i should have just had red lipstick and a cup of coffee but it's okay well we're gonna recreate it for me and i really didn't when i was posting it i was like god this is so basic but i was like you know what 2019 is the year of me just not giving a shit what other people think about no, my I social media that. presence like I you know what that. i'm gonna post what i want to post i don't care what you say and okay I but get can we just feedback. talk for a moment how good you are at social media <gasps> oh my really? god your instagram stories are so fire <laughs> what do you like my my personal ones oh my god yeah unbelievable oh god. <laughs> Why? unbelievable Girl, mine are so lame i like to keep it real i know you but you're just like super aesthetic and on point like when i do stories it's like a fucking hot mess okay so i've been actually um all the stories that I posted from the Sands Hotel when we went to Indio, um, those were all presets. Oh, yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, so I've been using presets for my stories because it just seems a little like not as annoying. Will you send me these presets? Yeah, I'm going to send you the presets. Thank you. You're going to look like a influencer queen. Oh, great. That They're great. great. They make you look very tan. Oh, okay. I'm done. I'm just all for it. You know what? Face tune up your face. Put on that smoothing. Get a little preset in there. Instagram is supposed to be fake. Yeah, it is supposed to be fake. But the Instagram stories, I would like to be a little more real. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. I'm, I'm exploring. Okay. I'm dabbling. Well, well, I'm glad to be a part of this with okay. you. <laughs> Great. Um, should we get into this week's Fix Me Up? Yes, we should. What a fix me up we have for you, latest. We are going to be talking about... Okay. Cancel, cancel culture. culture. So let's I cancel culture. Let's define cancel culture. The New York Times said canceling is an act of withdrawing from someone whose expression, whether political, artistic, or otherwise, was once welcome or at least tolerated, but no longer is. Right. So it's a cultural boycott. Yes. It's what Which, I've noticed from cancel culture, especially with the influence and dominance of social media and how potent it is. It's very easy to ascribe to mob mentality when it comes to cancel culture. So everyone just gets on board, no mm-hmm. matter what the truth is, no matter where the facts are, because there is such a wildfire esque uh, uh, aspect to social media. It's so easy just to jump on a bandwagon and be like, "Yeah, fuck this person," and cancel them. You know, whereas previously that wasn't really the case. Like the only the OG cancel culture was Monica Lewinsky. I think that's like yes. really 
a really specific case of canceling and um, shaming public public shaming. And I think I mean it's public shaming has been around forever, obviously, but um, I think cancel culture specifically has been more of a topic, I think, due to social media. Do you want to know who I'm super surprised was not canceled in, like, in a larger way than maybe he did get some heat for? Woody Jay-Z. Allen. Oh, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Right. Beyonce? Uh, because, she for, because she forgave him. flipped this his narrative. whole, his narrative in Lemonade, and at the end you were like, I love Jay-Z. No, I, I still, I don't. You know what? Have you seen Homecoming yet? No, no you haven't. I haven't. God damn it. So... You, he's painted in a very good light in that in the uh, documentary. You know, he really st- steps aside for her. Um, you see him being an incredible dad. Like he's the one bringing the kids to set, rather than you know the other way around. Like she's yeah. working so hard. She just had two uh, twins, and he's like coming on set with the kids, which like. It's really sad that we have we like praise men, men for doing for that, doing, but it's men do one little thing one, with kids, and we're like bow down, is the best bow down. So true, but. I completely agree. And that's kind of what I talk about with cancel culture is there is a spectrum, right? Or there should be a spectrum. Um, But sometimes it's a little fuzzy because we cancel Harvey Weinstein, of course. But then we kind of canceled Aziz. But then we brought, but then he's now accepted and we pulled them. The Aziz thing was a little strange. Exactly. But we kind of. It came at a very similar time. So we pooled like Harvey Weinstein, Aziz, James Franco. Remember that weird thing with James Franco? They were all pooled in the same discussion, which is completely unfair because that was when the Harvey Weinstein, I think, erupted cancel culture, obviously, especially in the Me Too movement and in terms of sexual abuse and those types of cancelings. But but I hated that it was – that the discussion was pooling in Aziz with that as well. So it's – it really is a spectrum, and but people, people well, are think, treating it like binary, like you're canceled or you're not. Yeah, well, I think that what happens is a cultural movement happens. People get on board with the cultural movement, and then anything that is tied to that cultural movement, whether that is a very minor offense versus a very large offense, people mm-hmm. group everything into one category and therefore just um, place a blame or a badness or um, a guiltiness onto a group of people when really their lines of actions or their actions are completely different from one another. Right. And I mean, look, cancel culture on, on, in one light is actually a very positive thing. Like we need to be exposing people with bad behaviors like Harvey Weinstein and canceling those people that actually have done bad things. But there is this, aura about it today where it's it's completely hurtful for people that to some people who weren't seeking that attention so for instance like jordan woods yeah like her life is ruined and i think she'll prevail she'll prevail but the cancel culture i mean the cancel culture she got she was very raw with her, but she also got, like, more followers after that. I understand, but I'm sure she would have wanted it the other way. Of course. Like, of course. But I'm just saying, people didn't really cancel her because they, they were, like, so attracted to her. Like, they wanted to watch this breakdown happen. But that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. It's so toxic. We're, like, these little, like, it's, it's like, this consumption and this, me- it's, uh, it's entertainment for us. And it's, yeah. co- it's become a spectacle. It's no longer... 
this person did a bad thing, let's cancel him. It's like, oh, I want the drama. I want everything. I want to like follow this person and be in there. You know. Also, it's there weird. was this one canceled when Taylor Swift was canceled for a hot second. Well, she wasn't canceled. She was. There was a second where people were hating on Taylor Swift well, because Kim exposed her as the little snitch she is. I know, but I was like a little bit upset about that because I think that Taylor Swift gets a lot of heat for the amount of men that she's dated. Mm, and like um, I don't really find yeah. that to be really fair for a reason to cancel a woman because like she just dates a lot of people like so what sure men date a lot of women all the time and they don't get canceled yeah and I feel like that was an aspect to her cancel situation that happened before she came out with um reputation yeah no that wasn't why she was canceled it was because of the whole Kim Kanye I thing. know but there was an element of it of like she's fake and just dates too many men and uses them for publicity and then moves on okay well Regardless, um, I also want to talk about art and cancel culture. So Ooh, this one's a good one. Yeah. So this is um, uh, this is definitely complex. But in the recent events of um, Michael Jackson documentary, the Saving Ar- or the R. Kelly documentary, um, Kanye, even, um, you know, we we learn things that bad uh, behaviors that and they're uncovered and we learn more about them. And then. What does that mean for their art? Does so, it mean we can't listen to them anymore? Does that mean we can't support them anymore? What What does it mean? And I don't think anyone like, really... This is a big deal because if you look back into art history, Jackson Pollock was a complete womanizer and an alcoholic, mm-hmm. yet we praise his work like it's nobody's business. Um, Woody Allen. Woody I, Allen. I I'm am, surprised why he's not canceled. I am such a Woody Allen fan. His movies are so great, but then... His his situation is very complex, and I've been very fascinated by his situation. I have actually researched a lot about it. Um, I've come to the conclusion that it's not like as weird as we all think it is. Um, but there's a huge there's a huge separation of the self and the work, and people go on praising the work while shaming the self. But that a lot of times those two don't interconnect until recently with R. Kelly. I watched Surviving R. Kelly, which was appalling i was so taken aback and shocked and disgusted so i am now a big proponent in not listening to r kelly's music mm-hmm. but like why do i still like woody allen's films why do i still well, like okay, woody allen woody allen cannot be placed into the same category as r kelly r kelly well, is a rapist saying, is and we, a sex cult that's what i'm saying cancel culture is there's a spectrum is, is pooling everyone together we need to treat it like a spectrum yeah. but it seems like people are treating it like binary like you're in one group or another yeah. you're either completely out or you're in and you know Kanye obviously he suffers from a mental illness and he needs help obviously but you know some of the things he said is unforgivable and well, just because you have a mental illness doesn't mean you get to be an asshole that is very true that's and not those yeah, two are not simultaneous yeah, you can't you just can't hurt people that. no of course and saying that slavery was a choice is just like that is ridiculous he was obviously on I don't even know what was going through his mind but I I struggled with that because um, I love Kanye and I I have supported him through everything, every crazy thing he's ever done and said. And that was, I think, my even I even kept supporting him through the MAGA shit and uh, his rants and whatever. That was the one where I was like, okay, dude, come like, come on. That's a little ignorant and blind. And you just but. 
it's hard because now, you know, he went to Sunday service at Coachella and I was, you know, you know, I was up live streaming. It seems like everyone forgot about what he had said. Yeah. It's very interesting. And then some people get excommunicated as a whole. Yeah. I think it's a separation of art and, and the self and some people we deem not worthy of that separation and other people we deem worthy of that separation. So like we will continue on praising Jackson Pollock, but we will not continue on praising R. Kelly. Right. And it just depends on the crime committed and it depends on the situation. But historically people have removed the artist from the art and just praised the art and, and condemn and, and um, what's the word? Uh, forgiven the artist for certain acts totally. just because their art is so revolutionary and beautiful and, and insightful. It seems like recently, though, we're not as forgiving. Like, it's just yeah. like... Now, it's well, now there's a resurgence of accountability. Accountability, for and sure. And exposure. Totally. And now... And I think it's because of the the on-demand news cycle, the constant media and, the, uh, and just we could see so much more. Well, also women are standing up. We're saying enough is enough. Like women are finally at a point in history where we have been used and abused countless times over history. And now we're finally seeing this wave of feminism, which we've talked about on our other fix me up, which is a complete step up to be Mm -hmm. like, no, we are Mm -hmm. not accepting this anymore. I mean, I remember when Trump came out with all that locker talk about like grab them by the pussy. Mm -hmm. (coughs) And we were, I was with a family friend and he said, He said he's, you know, he's like our dad's age. He said, we all say shit like that. That's the way men talk. And I looked at him and I said, not my generation. Our women don't put up with that shit. They will not let men speak that way to them anymore. Right. So I think there's women are stepping up into a role of power and a role of exposure. And I feel like that's where cancel culture is becoming that mob mentality and gaining such traction. Totally. I mean, it's a complete, it's complete power dynamics. It's the abuse of power. It's the... The sharing of power, it is the uh, the burning out of power. It's all about power and yeah. who we accept and who we reject. It's, uh, that's what it boils down to. But um, I I would encourage everyone to watch John Oliver's segment on public shaming. It kind of just goes into every, and he actually interviews Monica Lewinsky, which was which is incredible. I need to I need to read her book, or I think she wrote a book. But um. He just he touches on how destructive public shaming can be, especially for people because it um, there's a lot of misdirected anger. And since the news is so quick and since social media spreads like wildfire fire and it, the virality of it, the facts can get lost and it can become a whole nother thing that was like completely not what it was supposed to be. Like he touches on this one case, this woman sued her nephew because he jumped on her and she broke a bone but it wasn't supposed to be like an anger it wasn't it was more so like for legal reasons and people saw it as like oh my god she was suing her nephew and it went off and she was like people were sending her death threats like she was completely she was like guys i was like why are you you know there was this misdirected anger towards her because social media loves to just make it like a mockery of the person yeah is only what i'm saying sorry about that little brain fart Regardless, everyone should watch the John Oliver um, Yeah, segment. it sounds amazing. He, I mean, he is, anything he says, I just like praise and Okay, sleep. so here's the thing with John Oliver. I think he is so intelligent and I love everything that comes out of his mouth. Yeah. But his voice gives me a headache. Oh, I love like, it. Like, I literally get a headache watching John Oliver. Oh my God, So I it's so it. unfortunate because I used to like bow down to John Stewart and now he's gone. And so I don't. Why does it give you a headache? Because it's. 
he's so it's like intense the way he speaks it's oh, like I so loud him. and intense and fast and angry and and it gives me a headache oh wow john oliver if you're listening i love you and i love no, you i love i love him too but he just gives me a headache which is super unfortunate i mean it's also like the jesse smollett of it all there it's such a I think it's just it happens so quickly these days is yeah. what I'm trying to say. And, and people, it's very hard to reverse it if it isn't the truth and, and people, if it isn't facts. People shame without thinking. They shame totally. immediately. So exactly. they, they see a train going. They jump on quickly without doing the research. And then they're kind of fucked. Yes. Interesting. This is very interesting. I know. Cancel culture. So what do we do about it? I think I think that we do our research. Right. I think that we treat the crimes with the appropriate punishment. Right. And get, we need to be more informed. Yeah, more informed. Yeah. And don't public shame someone to just public shame someone. Like, think about your actions. Think about what you're posting on social media. Think about the way you speak about other people. Like, yeah, R. Kelly deserves to be fucking canceled. That guy is a piece of shit. Yeah. But there's other people out there who maybe are just misunderstood, and the media and the public portrays them in a certain way that isn't fair, and we need to, like, take a step back and think about who we're shaming. Right. Yeah, I'm not really sure... <sighs> I mean, we just need we need to change as a society more so. I mean, I, I guess think it, that some people deserve public shaming, but um, like R. Kelly deserves all the public shaming in the world. It's just like people are so quick, and it's it's so and it, yeah. Sometimes it's it's deserved, and others like Jordan Woods, poor Jordan Woods, yeah, canceled. That was really yeah, that was really that intense. was like overnight. That wasn't even like that was legitimately overnight. Yeah, that's it didn't scary. even have a day. It yeah. wasn't a day. It was like 12 hours. It was it was overnight. Yeah, we woke up and Jordan Woods canceled. Yeah. It was just, I felt You were really like so enamored by that oh, story. That was the best story ever. I mean, oh she's back. God. It's like kind of strange. I figured she'd be back. <laughs> Her and Kendall were at a party together at Coachella. Oh. Um, but no one should be giving death threats to anybody. No. That is so like, no unacceptable. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, cancel culture. Let us know what you think. Give us your th- thoughts. Yeah, and if you guys like listening to OKSIS podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review. This helps us more than you know, and we more love you, you guys. Know. We love you.